Got dreams of being a professional podcaster, but have no idea what you're doing? This is impossible. That's about to change. A new kind of school. Welcome to the Pod School Podcast. Hello there and welcome to the show. Today I'm going to be talking about podcast SEO. If you have never heard the term SEO before, you are in for a real treat. Uh, SEO is one of those things that as a business owner, a blogger, a podcaster now, you need to be across because it is what everybody is talking about. It basically means optimizing things, so whether it's your website or your podcast, so that they can be found in search. And that means when people are searching in Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts or alternatively in Google, anywhere where they could find your show, you want to make sure that all of the keywords, the words that they might be popping into that search engine, are all mushed through all of your content so that there's a bunch of reasons why Google or another search engine might ping and think, oh, that podcast over there or that website over there is absolutely littered with that keyword. So we're going to turn it up in a result. One of the most important things about Google is it gets so smart, smarter than most humans, is that it is really starting to recognize, well, actually, it's way past this. It's been doing this for a long time. It recognizes quality content, content that's got just keywords stuffed in everywhere because they're trying to trick the algorithm into thinking that that's a website that they should go to. Google is so smart. It's paid close attention to user behavior and it really knows if someone goes to your website or your podcast and they click off immediately, that's a sign that what you promised is not what you've delivered and you will be penalized for that. So it doesn't really make any sense to play any short-term sugar hit games with Google because it is really a long-term strategy. You want to be trying to make as high quality content as you possibly can and to advertise it. And by advertise, I mean pop in the title exactly what it is. Don't try and clickbait as we call it where you sort of say the most amazing story ever and then it's a kind of mediocre story but you got them there because that level of disappointment that a user feels will actually end up penalizing you in Google. Google knows, believe me. They know everything. They're watching us. It's terrifying. (laughs) If we really, really thought about it, none of us would sleep at night. So how do you make sure that your podcast is optimized up the wazoo for search. I'm going to take you through a few ways to do it and keep in mind at all costs, quality is super important. You need to be making engaging quality content. It doesn't matter if you're making a website, blog, podcast, anything. You really need something that an audience is going to want to consume that is always going to be the best long-term strategy. And also it's just the most non-dick move. Why create crap? Why bother? Just create content that people are really going to enjoy and find useful. So the reason that this is such a big opportunity and something that you don't want to gloss over is because it can be a way or the way that people find your show. One of the biggest opportunities for audience are the huge amount of people that have heard of a podcast in that they know what one is, but they have no idea how to find one. You would be amazed if you are a steady podcaster, which you obviously are because you're listening to this show, you know how to listen to them, you know how to find them. This is like second nature to you. 
for a huge amount of people, there is a massive gap between that knowledge of podcasts and knowing how to use it. The biggest reason that those people in that sector say that they don't listen to podcasts is because they say they don't know how to. Now, that is terrifying because podcast apps come standard on all phones, Android and iPhone. The idea that they don't know where to find it means we're not really articulating that properly enough. We're not educating people enough, but there is a real opportunity for people to find your show somewhere where they are comfortable. And Google is getting to the point where pretty much everybody is comfortable. Even if they don't know how to find a podcast app or know how to find a podcast, they do know how to Google something. So Google's been very quiet on the podcast scene until this year when they popped up and said, hello, I think this might be worth our attention. And now they've come at it big time. So really the big issue was always when you were searching in Google for podcasts, it kind of didn't really show up the results that you wanted to. We're all busy SEO and the crap out of our websites in the darn hope that somebody's going to jump onto a show notes page and see our little embed there. And that's something that you should definitely still be doing. But now Google is starting to listen to podcast episodes. Yes, that's right. It's smart enough to listen to you. It's also turning up playable results in searches. So you might search for pancakes and it might pop up an episode of a random podcast about pancakes. This is the future that we are now living in. So it is essential that everything in every step of the way of your podcast, your show title, your show description, your show notes page, everywhere that you can, you have optimized it for SEO. It is great just for people generally to find it, but particularly for those individuals who don't know how to listen to a podcast, no longer do they need to find a podcast app, know that your show exists, search for it, find it, play an episode. They can just search for whatever they're interested in and your episode might pop up if it's um, correctly optimized. So how do you do that? The first thing is by picking a keyword. The keyword is the thing that you think that your audience is going to be listening to. Again, Sticking on this pancake thing, I don't know why, I can't even eat them because I'm gluten intolerant. Yep, I'm one of those annoying people. Picking a keyword is important because you want to make sure that you pick the right one. Keyword competition is a big thing. So, you know, because you have Google rankings when you pop um, something into a search bar and you'll get things listed and you really want to be on that first page of Google if you possibly can, for things that have a lot of competition, it's going to be really hard to rank higher. That's another reason why having a niche is really important because if you've got a niche, you're going to have a less competitive keyword than if you're doing just fitness. There would be a bajillion fitness podcasts out there, a bajillion fitness blogs, fitness websites. It's very hard to compete with an established fitness brand, particularly if you're just starting out. But if you are doing, hmm, let me see, dog fitness? Is that niche? I say it's niche, but I feel like there'd be a lot of dog fitness people out there. I don't know. I don't have a dog. I'm unsure. Anyway, I digress massively. The keyword research is really important because if you just do a bit of due diligence, you can get a better idea of whether there's a lot of competition and it might mean that you change your keyword idea. So there are some tools that you can use like Google Trends and Ubersuggest that will give you an idea of how competitive a keyword is and also how many people are searching for it and whether it's terribly popular. Uh, You might choose one that's not very popular. Now that might make you decide that 
it's not worth doing or it might be really good content but you know you could be the first cab off the rank there so it's not an exact science but it's important to look around and do as much research as you possibly can so you can make smart decisions about what you're optimizing your content for the next thing is to optimize your title and description and this happens both at the show level and the episode level it's interesting because you have to kind of strike a balance between seo and also creativity so for example my interview show, You've Got to Start Somewhere. I could have called that the Celebrity Interview Podcast with Rachel Corbett. Boring. That is like the dullest name I've ever heard. So it would be SEO friendly, I guess, in case people were looking for celebrity interviews, but it doesn't really say much about the show. There's not much tone there. You've got to start somewhere is a phrase that gives a sense that people start small and, you know, grow their careers. And the whole idea behind the show was to prove that having a successful career in media is a slog of decades of work. And so I felt like that title really gave the essence of that because my guests really did have to start somewhere to get where they were today. And so that's why it's really important to think about the mix of creativity, but also Um, strategy, I guess. And if you've got a great show name that people are going to stop and go, oh man, that is so cool. I want to click on that. I'm really interested in that. That is so much more powerful than having a title or a show name that's just stuffed full of keywords. That's not really going to entice somebody and you really want to entice somebody to click. So that's a delicate balance. But if you've got a great show name, I would just roll with that because there are plenty of other places where you can pop keywords to make sure that your podcast is SEO friendly. So you don't have to name your show like that. Stick to creativity. That's always going to be what gets people through the door. You can pop keywords into the subtitle of your show, which there'll be an option to do that in the back of your podcast host. Also in your description, you know, my show, I can put celebrity interviews at the very, very start. And with keywords, you want to put all the most important words kind of as close to the front of your title or your description as possible. So Think about the keywords that you want people to find you for that they might be searching for. See how you can pepper that into your description. If you can pop it in your title, fantastic. But make sure that everything you do is human readable. That's what they say. Everything needs to sound like it was written and read like it was written by a human. So don't just pop a bunch of important words one after the other in a way that doesn't make sense because, again, you'll be penalized by Google. So think about the keywords you want to register for. Pop them in your description and your title and that goes for your show as well as your episodes but don't do it at the expense of creativity because remember the ultimate goal is when somebody sees this you want them to want to click and most people will want to click because something has tone not because something has a bunch of keywords but because something has a bit of attitude that they're attracted to so think about that when you're writing things as well because that's really important and remember too that you know most people are looking at your show on a phone so you want to kind of keep your episode titles short if possible because they will mostly get cut off 
off. And so keeping those shorter is better as well. The next thing you need to think about are your show notes, which are very, very important. Of course, they're a way to drive your audience to your website. It's a place for them to get extra resources, do extra reading, um, see any references that you were talking about in the episode. And it's also a way for people to find your show that aren't coming in through a podcast app. So they can search for things and your show notes page on your website can pop up. And that can be the very first encounter that somebody has with your podcast. And that can be the way that they find your show. So it's really important to have those be as impressive as possible because they could be somebody's first impression. There is a great plugin if you do not use it already called Yoast, which really helps you if you're not across SEO to you basically plug a little keyword in there. You say, this is what I want to register for. And then they have a very simple orange, red and green traffic light system that basically tells you if your SEO is crappy mildly crappy or great. So, you know, you can type different descriptions in there and different titles and and wait for the little button to go green and make sure that you've sort of optimized it. So that can be really helpful if you're starting from scratch and you're not really sure what to do. The other thing that can be really good with show notes is to take the transcript of your episodes and to use that to actually build out your show notes because they need to be about 300 words or longer. Again, Google doesn't really register pages that are less than that because they think, well, what are you going to say in 50 words that's going to be impressive? You know, the idea of having a minimum number of words basically is Google's way of trying to weed out just pages that are empty that you're just trying to drive traffic to. So it can sometimes be quite time consuming to actually make that content. But if you've already done your podcast episode and you've got all those words there already, then making a transcript of that can be a really good template to make your show notes out of. So that's a good little tip to use as well. The other interesting thing that I mentioned earlier is that Google is now listening to podcasts. That is terrifying. But it also means that saying your keyword can be helpful. Now, again, you don't want to be saying pancakes, pancakes, pancakes every two seconds just because you want to be registered by Google because your audience will hate you. (laughs) That will be damn annoying. But if you can slip it in, fantastic. That's great. But of course, as I mentioned, there are a bunch of other ways to optimize your show as well. So there's no one single silver bullet strategy that's like, this is the one thing you have to do. There are a bunch of different ways to go about it. So if there's one of these elements that you sort of have to drop off because it comes at the expense of creativity or your content being engaging, then always go for the content over this, but make sure that you have optimized it as best you can. Google Podcasts, they have stepped into the space in a massive way and it is not as simple as a lot of the other podcast directories. So a lot of the other podcast directories, you basically take your RSS feed, you submit it to them and then voila, it just works and they update your podcast immediately. With Google, it's um, a little bit different. They kind of find you, but your website and your podcast have to be set up in a way that helps that happen. So I've got a link to some information on the show notes of this episode. You can find them in the description that will kind of take you through some of the things that you need to do. If you're not 
really in love with code and like websites and things. It's not uber complex, but it's not super easy. So if this kind of stuff scares you, then it might be worth kind of getting somebody just to pop in and see if um, everything's set up correctly. Alternatively, your podcast host support might be able to help you make sure that everything is set up right because it's in their best interest too for that to work properly. So they might be able to give you some help there to make sure that your show pops up in Google Podcasts because you definitely want it to appear there. And the final ways to help your SEO is through promotion. This can happen via social media for you. You should be putting links to your podcast on your website, but also if you have guests or anybody really in your life, just get everybody to point back to it. Basically, Google, um, how it works is it's very keen on backlinks because it assumes that every time that somebody links to your content, that's a referral. It's basically somebody saying this is worth you looking at. So the more backlinks you can get from various places, the better and the more authority your content has. So you do this with websites a lot, but you can also do it with podcasts as well, particularly now that Google cares about them. Now this stuff matters. So make sure that you're sharing your podcast wherever you possibly can and also encourage your guests to share it when they come on their show on their website if they can. Maybe you want to give them a little embed code of their interview and the links to share your show um, on their social media platforms would be fantastic. Any of that kind of promotion can really help you get some love and some people coming to your site and your podcast so that Google just goes, well, this is some popular content. We better just shove it at the top of the list because that's what you want. You want to be right up there at the top of the Google list. That is the aim. I hope that has helped you understand a little bit more about SEO for your podcast. Do not keyword stuff. Do not be a chump. Remember, content first. Your audience members are the most important people. That's who you've got to be thinking about. And hopefully, Google will come to the party. If you need any more help with your podcast, you can always enroll in my podcasting course online. It is podschool.com.au. I will see you next week with another tip. And until then, happy podcasting. That's all for today. 